0: What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to the third episode of Combo's Court and I am Combo. Today's episode is being brought to you by Body Armor, the official drink of Combo's Court. I also want to give a huge shout out to everyone who ordered their pair of Combo's Court socks. Socks have been shipped to Pennsylvania, Florida, New York, New Jersey, California, just to name a few. The support shown for the podcast and the socks have been nothing short of amazing. More socks, more merchandise are on the way. Be on the lookout for that. Now, with all that good stuff out of the way, it's time to get the show on the road. In today's episode, our official analytic slash video coordinator, Aaron, stops by as we discuss basketball awareness, NBA rookies, skill development, and soccer's influence on European basketball. You can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O N E T W O C O M B O. And while listening to today's episode, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe right on iTunes. Let's get into it. Risk. Like like you get fired For a pick like that If they don't pan out Like yeah. Porzingis Because yeah. all the fans And all the GMs Watch college basketball A lot more than they watch Overseas 19U yeah. So when a GM Picks a guy from college You could go Look what he did in college If he doesn't pan out Like you yeah. saw it You saw him killing yeah. But if you take a guy From overseas And he doesn't pan out Like what are you doing man yeah. So it's a risk It is a risk and Phil Jackson didn't care That's part of the reason He took risks like, And people overlook that Speaking of, like, rookies, the run
1: that Donovan Mitchell is on. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The dude is balling. What is he, 21? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Him and Kuzma, they're both, like, having two of the best seasons for
0: rookies, but they're older than everyone. I think that, I mean, it just fits Mitchell real well. Like, the way the college game is, it's hard to evaluate talent because it's choppy. There's no open space. True. You could help. Yeah, it's a totally different game. Even though it's getting a little less choppy, and players because of the Warriors are shooting from further out, and yeah. it's making the game a little more wide open.
1: Think about like who like is usually taken the top like three or four picks. It's always these guys are their first year out of college, one year out of college, or mid- they're drafted off potential. A mid- wise
0: off- man told me you can't bring potential
1: to the supermarket. Exactly. So, <laughs> like you know who won the rookie of the year the year the Anthony Davis got drafted first overall, Damian Lillard. Right. He was a four year starter at a mid major. It's almost like frowned upon to be in college for more than three years. Oh, yeah. You lose value after your first year. The
0: thing is it doesn't make sense because these guys end up coming into the NBA NBA ready. What GMs do is the longer you stay in college, they find more and more weaknesses as time goes on. And they think weaknesses are harder to fix the older you are. They think you're more stuck in your ways. And they don't want to draft you. You think Grayson Allen is going to be a pick in the NBA draft this year? A pick? Yeah. For sure he'll be
1: a pick. First round? Yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. Why?
0: I just don't see how his game is going to translate. you say he's not a specialist in any way? No. Like, he's just really I, good at. I don't see his position. But that's okay in this NBA more than before, right? Because sure. it's positionless basketball. It is positionless basketball. He's not 6'1. He's 6'5. If he was 6'1, I would agree with you. Yeah, I think he'll be good in lead. I mean, Bagley's going to be the number one pick. Then, uh... Over Donick? Is that how you say his name? Luka Donick. It's not Donic. It's something else. And then Donick. Luka Donick is like 6'5. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah, he is going to be over him. He's a six-five point guard. He's like a super Tia Dosich. First of all, my three <laughs> favorite players to watch in the NBA are John Wall, Tia Dosich, and LeBron. I could watch those guys. John, I love past John Wall is an interesting case though. John Wall is a real floor general. Yeah, with all the gifts that many don't possess, you know, like like Ben Simmons has it. He yeah. has all the gifts, and he's a, LeBron is like that. But LeBron is not a pure point guard like a John Wall. Like my thing is also just kind of like it's so
1: interesting how he's been able to like. Whether the Storm in Washington, even though him and Bradley Beal, like, have beef. Like, they've, like, gone on record, like, coming at each other. Teams win with people that don't like each other. I guess. I guess Rodman always always talks about, like, how him and Jordan and Pippen talk, like, three years they played together. Yeah, really? He's like, we didn't talk at all. They never, like, hung out. They just played basketball together. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be friends. But on the court, they talked. You saw it.
0: Yeah. Jordan used to talk to Rodman.
1: It's funny, though, because, like, you post these things on your Instagram story about, like, can vision be like basketball awareness be taught or is it like something innate and I've always I'm always like on the side of like so there's certain things that you have and that you don't have like, sure. like you can be athletic you can't teach athleticism you can't teach somebody to jump have like a huge vertical like
0: well, I think you could improve your vertical you improve more your than vision. vision. If I did all kinds of leg exercises with you, you personally, yeah. I know you can't jump over a, <laughs> over a piece a of paper, court. but we could get your verticals higher. Okay. I don't know if I could go to a court with you and make your vision better, and we could watch film all day. I know people say watch film. No, like when you're on the court, what are you going to be thinking about your film? Like, yeah. I think
1: it's uh, the thing is uh, that just translates from your personality. Like, if you're somebody who's just aware in general, like that's if, like, possible. Like, if like you're a, if you're like a a rational person who's just like aware of what's going on around you, like you got a, a good feel for people. Like, good, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, if you have a good understanding of like, understanding like what a person likes, where they maybe like the ball, right? Like noticing like they're visibly upset that you've taken the last three shots and you haven't passed it out once. Yeah, that's IQ. I, I always thought though, like, like the way you play basketball, always like from a lot of from especially from growing up. Always reflected on like who your favorite player was. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Like you. everyone was like, Kobe. Like you would always shoot. Like I remember playing basketball. So LeBron, like. LeBron made the game of
0: basketball better. Well, thing is, I've
1: never watched a guy say that they wanted to play like LeBron when I was. Oh, you mean when you were young? When I was like when I was playing basketball, like on like let's say out in the black iron, like in the like during school, it was, like because of the way the you. Team, but you could tell Lonzo and Ben Simmons watch LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, like t- I feel like today when you play like a five on five open run team game teams like playing like the Warriors because the ball moves for the Warriors it was the Spurs remember when the Spurs were like playing against the, the Heat moving the ball whipping the ball around passing up a good shot to get a great shot it was great great to watch Spurs are a little more patient than the Warriors but it's similar I see yeah. what you're saying but now it's like back like when I guess like when I was like in middle school or whatever it was like Kobe was like the best player to watch there was like one guy you can just dominate the ball at all times and
0: just shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, that was Jor- That was from Jordan too. Jordan too, and so it's and like, Jordan got it from Dr. J. Yeah, and I don't know who Dr. J got it from. Oscar Robertson, I don't know. The thing is that when you're the most physically
1: gifted person on the court, coaching is a huge thing. When you're like the most athletic guy on the court when
0: you're younger, and the coach just tells you to take
1: the ball and just go do what you
0: do. does
1: it help that kid
0: doesn't help that kid at all. It doesn't help anybody around them, nobody. The problem with youth basketball is a lot of these coaches are living vicariously through players and they think if they get wins in youth basketball, like Kentucky's going to call them or they're going to get a job or at basketball camp, they think if their team wins a championship, like anybody will care. So I think coaches need to focus more on developing young
1: players. So why, why is it like in Europe, like Kobe says, like, thank God he never played AAU basketball. Why, how come like he says, like, thank God I was able to play in Europe because it taught me how to like, develop a left hand.
0: What's going on in Europe that's not going on here? They add more skill development right into the practices. They'll have an hour of shoot-around skill development in the morning and then they'll have a team practice at night and they grow up more in a team atmosphere. You know they're not about the highlights, they're not about they're about winning and losing and they're about focusing on the skills that will help them win basketball games, not that look good for highlights. It's more real basketball, to be honest, overseas. It's real basketball. We live in a highlight era. And it's Where, so people, where the, kids, the kids are more interested in making a play that could get them on a highlight video, which they, nobody's watching them to be in highlight videos Exactly. Anyway. If you get a crazy dunk in Europe and it doesn't have any effect on the game, you won't hear cheers. You know what I mean? Like if it's some garbage. So if you, yeah. A layup, a regular right-hand layup that puts you up one is going to get a huge ovation, but a... 360 through the legs dunk when you're down 20. First of all, you won't get any ovation. Second of all, you'll probably get sent home the next day because you're losing by 20 and you're the guy, you're the American guy that they pay to help you win games. They don't care about all that. It's about winning and losing. It's like soccer. You know, a lot of the basketball over there just comes from soccer. Even the players, when they get hurt, they roll around on the floor for an hour. Like, they're hurt (laughs) like in soccer, you know? (laughs) Like, it's such a soccer mentality, you know? It's a team sport because in soccer, you can't isolate and... Yeah. Play one-on-one, you know? They roll around on the floor first. They milk their injuries. You see, Tia Dosich, he's been milking his injury. First of all, he probably got injured. He probably smoked a bunch of cigarettes. He probably <laughs> drank a bunch of coffee. And then he waited until he was 120% to get back on the court. <laughs> <laughs> he ha- he has skill for the game, he can't teach. Anyway. There it is, episode three. Be on the lookout for episode four. If you have anything you agree with, disagree with, or have a question about... You can reach me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe right on iTunes. Combo out.